Welcome to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Bussey. I've lost over 80 pounds and kept it off for years now. I was a professional at losing weight and then gaining it all back and then some over decades and decades. I finally figured out how to have peace around food, the scale, and my body, and I have 100% confidence that this struggle has ended for me in a complete victory. I'll provide all my tips and tricks as well as solid strategies and tools for you to consider and then implement for you to finally put this issue behind you forever. These strategies will work for whatever struggle you're facing, whether it's with your weight or any pain point. So stay with me, even if you've never had an issue with your weight. Let me make it abundantly clear that I am in no way a medical professional or registered dietitian, so please consult one or the other if you have any specific medical or dietary needs, but... If you know for sure that this battle is not meant for you at all, but you're wondering how to finally escape and get out of the diet cycle and mentality, please have a listen. I'm ready to share all the things I was missing and all the mistakes I made so you can learn from my failures and get yourself some traction, take action, and then ride the wave of momentum right along with me. Basically, I'll show you how I won so you can too. Let's go. Well, hello, my friends. How are you doing today? Welcome back to the podcast. Glad to have you, whether you've been listening along all the way or if you're jumping into this one as the first one that you're here with us. Glad to have you, welcoming you from the bottom of my heart today and every day. So today is a different sort of day. Um, I record these podcasts on Saturday morning and today for the first time in I don't know some years and years and years my husband had to work on a Saturday and I mean had to get up at like the 5 a.m range to do some work today so we are just not used to him being up and moving around and leaving the house in the 5 a.m range. The dogs are completely confused and whining and not pleased, so it'll be interesting to see what noises we hear in the background today, as I decided to just go ahead and record this podcast now in the early morning hours, having just come off a big cup of coffee, but looking forward to talking to you today about how we can make peace with the scale. Uh, Before that, a shout out to my friend Cindy, who is in town from Texas, who I get to go see today, later today, and go have lunch with her. Can't wait to see her. So this is going to be a great day for me. But boy, am I starting this day earlier than planned. Ready? Let's go. All right. So uh, I think what's so funny is I have great peace around the scale now. I'm so grateful for it. I can't wait to tell you everything about it. And it's the best feeling. And I know you can get there if I can get there. But boy, as I sat down to write this out and really make a plan for how to talk about it, I realized, boy, I still have some stuff going on in my heart and nervous system and head and all the things regarding some of the history of the scale and honestly some trauma around the scale. So uh, I had a really hard time and I'm noticing even already just to share with you some of my story is going to be a little challenging, but I hope that you're able to relate to it. Although honestly, I hope you're not able to relate to it. I hope nothing like some of the things that happened to me regarding the scale ever happened to you. But let me just share a little bit of my story and what I've come through with the scale and how I've gotten to a place of peace 
Just want to give you just a ton of hope around this issue because I know it can be such a big one for us. Uh, years and years of wrestling with the scale. Let's end it, shall we? All right. Well, I did some on and off the scale. I certainly had some elementary issues about being probably the largest girl, I think, in our elementary school. Although when I look back on pictures, I was really not that large, but comparatively to some of the super dinky girls in my realm there, I certainly was uh, one of the larger girls. And I vaguely remember some issues around probably having a higher weight than some others in the school-aged range. But the first time that I really got uh, just sort of a wake-up call, I guess you would call it, regarding my weight was in my teens. I was in a doctor's office, and I to this day I can't remember his name or where the office was or even what he looked like, but boy, I remember his tone and the way he looked at me as he just made an offhand comment uh, regarding, he said, well, blah, 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 because of your obesity. And at the time, I didn't have the slightest idea what the word obesity meant, but I knew it had something to do with my weight. And just he looked at me with just, just such displeasure, we'll call it. And I thought, I don't know much, but he's not happy. And there apparently I have this thing, this obesity thing. I don't know what that is. But you know what's so interesting as I look back on it is this doctor never offered me any sort of solutions or guidance or anything. He just honestly offered me just a bucket of shame. Um, he just planted in a ton of shame and I just thought, well, I don't know much, but he's not happy about what's going on with this obesity thing. And for the longest time, I sort of remembered the word, but I thought, I'm going to have to ask somebody what that means. And I was so filled with shame about this word that I couldn't even ask anyone. I didn't even know who to ask. So I think I finally either asked someone or looked it up in a dictionary at the time or something and discovered that it, you know, what it meant um, of being more than just slightly overweight. Uh, I just even want to say it gently to myself now and not shame anybody else with that word. But boy, um, has it left a mark. And even as I was writing all this down, I just noticed my whole nervous system being like, oh, that was just not a pleasant experience. And as we know, has anybody read the book, The Body Keeps the Score? Completely recommend it. But boy, my whole body just remembers that experience when I go there. So I definitely need to spend some more time working through that. But wanted to share that that was sort of the first time that the scale and the obesity thing came together in my little heart. Um, and just honestly, I was filled with a bunch of shame. So then fast forward to my Weight Watchers days, which I'll always say, you know, if Weight Watchers works for you, I'm all in for you. You just do that and I support you completely. I utterly understand the counting of points deeply. I am an accounting person. I love numbers. I mean, it was just a great fit for me for a time. But I'll tell you, going in for that weigh-in every week, that left a mark. Because, you know, some weeks were better than others. And there was just nothing more excruciating than the very tiny goal 
hitting person that was taking your weight down, looking at you with that look, if your weight did not go down during the week of like, well, clearly you're just not following the plan. And I thought, wow, as I look back on it, that one too, it was just like, thanks for the heap of shame. (laughs) I already feel bad enough seeing the number and now we're heaping on some shame. And then there's honestly not even any time to consider it because you're in a line of people. It's like, let's keep moving because they got to go on to the next person. So boy, some really difficult things regarding the scale and Weight Watchers. And I feel like I was all in on the plan at that time. But the issue was I was not at all tuned in to my body cues of like hunger and fullness and all those things. So that was the missing piece at the time. And we'll get back to this a little, but there's also a lag time on the scale. If you're only going in once a week, you know, there can be a lag time. Your body's just doing stuff in the background there that we don't even know about. So only weighing one time a week can really set you up for a difficult week because uh, the scale isn't always reflecting, you know, your hard work that you've put in. Uh, The body's just doing stuff, like I said, in the background there. So, so much to talk about with that. But ultimately, I thought, wow, just came through my scale experience with nothing but shame. And then the opposite end of that was just the years and years and years that I was not ever on a scale. So completely in an unconscious place about my weight and just not wanting to think about it. So for as many times as I had to get on a scale at a doctor's office or at Weight Watchers, uh, there were certainly years and years where I spent zero time on a scale and just didn't even want to think about it. So kind of one extreme to the other with that. But I'm here to tell you, just never again, we're not going to heap shame on ourselves about the scale. Please, people, never again. Let's not do that. Let's sort of take some time to figure out what we're making it mean when we're getting on the scale. And let's like take a moment to dial things back to where we're dealing with some data from the scale. It's just a, you know, a little machine providing you data It's not that deep. It's not a thing that can make your whole week or not. Like I thought it was for years. I'm like the power that I gave the scale to just determine what my day or my week was going to look like. I just look back and think, oh, so much time that I wasted on that and just want to give myself so much compassion about it. So if you too are giving yourselves a really hard time on the scale and making it mean all kinds of things about you that it does not mean, I just want to encourage you that it's just a little machine giving you data and let's do like data over drama, shall we? (laughs) Please, let's just take it for the data that it's giving us and really try to slow down with those thoughts and give ourselves some encouragement instead of just shame upon shame upon shame. So I myself am somewhat of an accounting nerd and love numbers and spreadsheets and Excel and all those things. So I really enjoyed getting on the scale when I started this journey and writing down the weight that it gave me or putting it in a spreadsheet every single day. So not once a week. Um, Again, if once a week is working for you, I'm all in. You go. But I really, really, really want to just ask you to consider 
what could come in a good way about getting on that scale every single day and just writing that number down. Because when we look at the trends, sometimes you can see really clearly your trend of the weight going down over the course of a week where if you're only jumping on the scale once a week, it can be like way up or way down and just like all these wild fluctuations. But what's fun about trying to track your weight every single day is then you can see downward trends over the weeks and months. And I find that to be very encouraging. And then obviously if the trend is you're going up, you know, it's sort of is a wake up call for that. Like, is that what we really want? But there are seasons and life, you know, things going on. So sometimes it will go up. Certainly the body has all kinds of fluctuations. There's so much up and down. So just want to normalize the up and down and not have you completely discouraged if the scale is not just going down, down, down every day, every week, all the time, because that's just not how it works. The body is just being a body, doing body things. So may we please let the body do its job and be a body and go up and down and, and just know that there's not necessarily a reflection of all the effort that you're putting in every single day because from one day to the next, you have all kinds of different things going on. You ate some different food. It had more sodium. Women can have hormonal fluctuations. I mean, there's just a million things. It can be as simple as... We didn't go to the bathroom before we weighed or didn't weigh, like difference in water weight. There's just a million things that can be going on inside the body. So I always love to tell my body, you just go ahead and be a body and do all your body things. And I'll just keep doing, you know, the best I can here. And it'll all work out in the end. And I'm here to tell you it all worked out in the end. So even I myself this morning... I was like, oh, this is a great day to talk about the scale because I had this bizarre, my scale jumped down like a couple pounds today for absolutely no reason. I mean, I'm super excited about it. It might bounce back up tomorrow. I'm going out to lunch. You know, there will be sodium. But boy, that could just have really put me on a roller coaster before. And so I just want to give you some encouragement and hope to not let the ups and downs of the scale daily really get to you. Just be looking for overall trends if it's going down over the course of weeks and months. And that's why I really encourage you, if you can just do it, to get on that scale every day and just write it down, put it in a spreadsheet, be looking at it. And then honestly, it desensitizes you a little. You start to really see that the trends can are going down and then you're okay to endure the ups and downs and ups and downs. I mean, I still will get a flash of like, if it goes up, you know, I'll have thoughts about it, but I already know, like I won in this situation here. I'm always telling myself, well, you already won, so you're fine. And you too are winning. Just keep telling yourself when you get on the scale, you're winning. So I wanted to share with you the best analogy. I cannot wait to share this analogy with you. I believe the first time that I heard it was from Rachel Hart, but I've heard it a few times since. And I mean, it really flipped my brain in this whole area and gave it something else to think about. And it helped me so much. And I really hope that this is going to help you too. Okay, so get ready. I've built it up a lot, but I'm really excited about it. Every time I think about it, it makes me smile. I heard Rachel Hart talking about 
why is it when we get on the scale, we can make it mean all these horrible things about us if it's not going down, 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 down. But when we go to the, do- oh, and then that's the whole other thing, like going to the doctor's office. So let me, let me frame it from there. So when we go to the doctor's office and we get on the scale, we can make it mean all kinds of things. Because, you know, honestly, you also go into the doctor's office and you might be wearing your shoes or whatever, and the weight's going to be higher than it normally would be on your scale. And that's a whole thing, too. So give yourself some grace about that, please. I'm begging you. But when we get on that scale, even walking towards the scale, we can already feel our bodies like, oh, I got to get on the scale. But then, you know, we sit down in the doctor's office and they put a thermometer in our mouth and they take our temperature and we have no, no emotion about that. We aren't like, oh, no, my temperature, it makes all these horrible, you know, things about me that I'm thinking when they take my temperature. I mean, your temperature is just your temperature. And so what is the difference between the scale and a thermometer? I mean, there's really no difference. They're the same. It's just that we have all these thoughts about what's going on with the scale that we typically, I mean, maybe you really do have some fear around a thermometer. Maybe you've had a bad experience. And if you have, I'm so sorry about that. If you had a bad fever or something, But typically, when they put the thermometer in our mouth and they take a reading, we just don't even give that a second thought. So could we possibly reconcile those two and just be aware that the reason we're having such a hard time with the scale is because we're having completely different thoughts and they're really not helping us. So I just wanted to ask you if you could consider, oh, Maybe I could dial that back a bit when I get on the scale and think of it more like a thermometer. It's just giving me some data and then just write it down and let it go. Okay, I know that's going to be easier said than done. I'm completely aware of that. But could you just please, I just ask you to give yourself some grace regarding the scale and try to dial it back to where you're aware that it's just giving you data And it doesn't mean anything about you. You are perfectly whole, complete, and loved, and cherished. And nothing about a scale or standing on it can change anything about that. So I have spent some years on that scale every day. Still do it just for fun. Run in, write it down on my little food journal. And I'm not putting it in a spreadsheet anymore, but now that I'm saying it, it sounds like fun to put it all in there and see, but I know the trends are still going down and are stable. I've been maintaining for a few years now, so it's fun to watch, but I have all that data in there because the other thing is it's really fun to be able to look back on the data when you're more objective. I mean, maybe someday you get on the scale and it can be a little tricky But as you look back over the weeks when you're not sort of in an emotional place about things, it's really interesting to see the data and you can think, oh, I really had some stuff going on in my life during this time. I couldn't really focus on, you know, some sort of diet plan like I normally would. And you can see, oh, I was really in a zone during this time. I was doing all kinds of fun things to work on me. And then my weight was going down. And sometimes it's really fun to be able to look back and see how far you've come and where there's things you could maybe work on or level up. So I just, there's so many good reasons that I ask you to consider and offer to you the possibility of writing down your weight every day 
And it really will also desensitize you just a bit. Um, and over the years now, I don't give it a second thought when I get on the scale. So all that to say, the action item for this week that I would like you to consider is to get on the scale. If you haven't been on the scale in a long time, could we do it? If you get on the scale and you find yourself in a bunch of shame about it, uh, please message me. I would love to talk to you about it and encourage you through it. But what if you got on the scale and it was actually lower than you thought? Because I've had that happen too after years of never getting on the scale. I got on it thinking it was going to be one number and it was actually lower. So there I was ruminating about it. And then that wasn't even what was going on. So there really is so much value in just being conscious of what you actually weigh and just sort of being awake to what's going on with you. But I would love to cheer with you if you get on the scale and you find out that it was actually lower than you thought. And I would love to just love you up if you feel like you're struggling with what that number is. So please connect with me so we can talk about that. But I invite you to get on the scale I invite you to slow down and look for areas where you might be shaming yourself about the scale. Let's not do that. Let's just notice it and say, I don't need to do this. Like moving on. I'm feeling some shame. And what am I going to do today? What small, tiny, little, minuscule thing am I going to do? Or what big thing? If you're feeling like in a grandiose mood, let's do a big thing too. I'm all for big actions but I'm also for whatever baby step you need to make to just move yourself forward. So notice any shame. Let's not do that. Let's just keep being curious about where that comes from and if it's even true because it's not true. And if you're getting a flood of shame, I just ask you please to give yourself some grace and notice that it's not helping. All that the shame is doing is causing you to hide and not take action. So notice that and don't let the shame get you. Be conscious. We got to know what's going on there and remind yourself like I do. Every time I get on the scale, it's a fun little thing I do. Gives me a little dopamine hit. I say, I win. I win. I already won. I win. Once again, every day when I get on the scale, still winning. So if you don't feel like you're at the complete end of the line with your maintenance at this point, still tell yourself when you get on the scale, I'm winning. We're going to win. We're going to figure this out one step at a time. We're not going to shame ourselves anymore. We're not going to hide. We're just going to take small steps to get to our goals. And I'm here to help you. Anything you need for encouragement, I'm your girl. Reach out. Would love to talk to you more about it. I hope you have the best week. And I really hope you get on the scale and remind yourself we're going to win. All right? Okay, have a great week. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. It has been my absolute joy to have you with me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review. Let's build a community. And you can help this effort by taking just a moment to give us the best rating so that others can find us and join us on the journey. Please be in touch with me at my website, which is SoFarSoGoodCoaching.com. Would love to hear from you on Instagram as well, which is at SoFarSoGoodCoaching. See you next time. 
Until then, let's take our lives so far and make them so good.